For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. You're listening to Daybreak. Today is the last day of voting on a series of undergraduate student government referenda, including one that would call on the university to stop using Caterpillar construction equipment due to the company's ties to Israel. It's Wednesday, April 13th. Today at noon, voting in the undergraduate student government elections comes to a close. On the ballot, alongside the candidates for various USG positions that need filling for the next year, there are three proposed referenda. If they pass, each would constitute a proposal from the undergraduate student body to the university to take action on the referenda. The first two come from USG members. They propose calling on the administration to put more resources towards mental health services and call on USG itself to institutionalize its DEI committee, respectively. The third, and arguably the most contentious, comes from Eric Perriman, class of 23, president of the Princeton Committee on Palestine. It calls on the university to stop using construction equipment made by Caterpillar. Considering reports that these bulldozers have been used to tear down Palestinian homes, Perriman argues that Princeton should boycott the company and renegotiate contracts with construction firms that use Caterpillar equipment. Opposition to the proposal was filed by Reed Zlotsky, class of 23, a former officer of Tigers for Israel. Slotky claimed that the referendum would be intangible, calling it, quote, virtue signaling. He also said that this referendum could lead to an uptick in anti-Semitic incidents on campus, claiming that a proposal of a USG referendum in 2015 that asked for divestment from companies involved with the IDF led to a rise in anti-Semitic incidents on campus at the time. Beyond the ballot, the referendum has opened up a conversation on campus. Posters and listserv email blasts have urged students to vote yes or no, and groups on both sides of the debate have held events both in favor and against the referendum last week. The Princeton Committee on Palestine and Students for Prison, Education, Abolition, and Reform held a teach-in last Wednesday, led by Rutgers professor David Letwin. He was joined by the parents of Rachel Corey, a woman killed by an IDF-operated Caterpillar Bolzer while she was protesting the destruction of Palestinian homes in the Gaza Strip in 2003. Letwin, who co-founded the advocacy group Jews for the Palestinian Right to Return, discussed the Israel-Palestine conflict, and the three also discussed the use of Caterpillar bulldozers in the destruction of Palestinian homes. The next day, Tigers for Israel hosted an event arguing against the Global Boycott, Divest, and Sanctions Movement Against Israel, or BDS. A panel of four, consisting of School of Public and International Affairs Professor of Middle Eastern Policy and former U.S. Ambassador to Israel and Egypt, Daniel Kurtzer, Palestinian political analyst Bassam Eid, Israeli-Ethiopian activist Ashagar Araro, and public intellectual Michael Walzer, who serves as a professor at the Institute for Advanced Study, discussed the referendum at length, claiming that it constitutes a BDS proposition without explicitly using that language. Among other points, they argued that the USG referendum would have no tangible impacts and that it would negatively affect Palestinians more than it would affect Israelis. This controversy has also drawn attention from national pro-Israel groups who have spent over $1,000 sponsoring Facebook advertisements advocating against the proposition. Among those groups are alums for Campus Fairness and Israel War Room, both of which argue that the proposal is rooted in anti-Semitism and poses a risk to the Jewish community on campus. In a recent interview, Perriman stated that the Princeton Committee on Palestine's grassroots nature does not allow it to respond with an ad campaign of their own. You can read more about both events, the nationally funded ads, and the referendum in question at links in the description below. Opinion pieces on both sides of the discussion can also be found at dailyprincetonian.com. In off-campus news, yesterday morning, 16 people were injured on the New York City subway after a man opened fire in Brooklyn. Witnesses say the man released a canister of smoke inside the train car before beginning to fire his weapon, seemingly at random. Ten people were wounded directly by gunshots, but no deaths have been reported. Police say that the attack was likely premeditated. Though a vehicle thought to have been driven by the perpetrator has been discovered nearby, official evidence that might lead to a man's capture is somewhat insufficient, partially due to a faulty security camera at a nearby station. On campus, expect an incredibly warm day today with partly cloudy skies and a high in the low 80s. That's all for Daybreak today.
Today's episode was written by Mark Dici, sound engineered by Carrie Liang, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Jack Anderson. Have a wonderful day. <laughs>